This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your hot and spicy, emotionally unstable host, <laughs> Lo Von Rumpf. And I'm so happy to be here with you today on this blessed Thanksgiving day. I'm over here just enjoying a good old brewski. Yeah, I'm over here just cracking open a fresh brewski to have with you guys. Just butching it up. Enjoying a delicious beer. There it is. Hey, yo. I actually never drink beer. Very rarely. My dad will sometimes want to have a beer with me. Uh, but my buddy Vicente was like, you got to try this beer. He doesn't drink either, but he was like, got to try this one. It's an African beer, a pale ale that came from London, England, but they use traditional African brewing techniques and traditional ingredients. And they make this magical little beer that I actually have enjoyed. Uh, and this particular one is called African Queen. I was like, oh my God, you said they give me that beer. I want to drink it up. It's like a Beyonce beer and it's pretty damn tasty. So if you're listening to this and you enjoy drinking beer, I am always down for some suggestions. It's me and my friend enjoy cracking open a little brewski once in a while, you know, just having ourselves a nice cold one and just butching it up for you. Thanksgiving is a weird holiday because, well, most people associate it with amazing food, friends, family, Black Friday sales, you know, it's become a very commercialized holiday. But let's not forget, it's also a reminder of a genocide of millions of Native American people, the theft of Native lands, and the relentless assault of Native American culture. Some heavy shit. So, yeah, pass the stuffing, Aunt Patty. You know, like, it's just a lot. I remember coming home from school as a kid. I was around nine years old, and I was dressed like a pilgrim. <laughs> they, had, they had dressed me like a pilgrim at school, and then we made, like, the matching hat out of construction paper and a little turkey. You put your hand on the paper, and you trace your fingers, and you could make a turkey. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, I came home from school, and the queen looked at me and just gave me a look like, oh, God, for f***'s sake. <laughs> the queen taking me aside, and she said, okay, me home. I want to talk to you about what Thanksgiving is really about. I want to talk to you about our family and also our indigenous bloodlines. <laughs> so she ended up showing me pictures of my great-great-grandfather and my great-grandfather, both of who looked like literal Navajo chiefs, minus the feathers. I was like, oh, damn. We did a deep dive and we talked about, yes, it is a day to be thankful. Uh, and it did involve you know pilgrims and Indians, but there's also a very dark side of it dark side of Thanksgiving that we should acknowledge and understand. And I don't think people talk about it as often. I don't think it's commonly taught in schools. I believe now they're starting to touch on it in schools. Back when I was in school, definitely didn't know that any Indians were slaughtered. They were holding hands and sharing corn. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't, you know, any darkness associated with it. Uh, but there is a culture shift now, which is nice. I don't see the problem in sharing the actual history. It's not necessarily a perspective. What we're talking about is just facts here, facts that happened in history. So that's part of the holiday. So, you know, in our house, it's an opportunity to honor Native American people, appreciate our friends, our family, and everything we do have to celebrate hanging out with each other and the fact that we even have food to eat. You know what I mean? So we're still very thankful for everything, but we're just aware 
of the other side of Thanksgiving, which again, it's an uncomfortable conversation that sometimes people don't want to have. And I get that, but it would be weird to deny it, you know, <laughs> like that's not cool. So now Thanksgiving to me has been a day where I can express gratitude and just really lean into giving thanks to my family, my health, my mind, my body, being able to do something that I love. I'm very grateful for my listeners. You know, this little pod community we've built from literally nothing, from the ground up. And I have some of the kindest, funniest, most open-minded kings and queens who have become my friends on this show. My listenership is very diverse. We have men, women, young, old, gay, non-binary, straight, black, white, Puerto Rican, Chinese, Latino, a few little French peeps in there. I got some friends up in Thailand that are listening to this one too. It's a healthy mixtration of people. Yes, that's a made up word. Mixtration. Find it in the low life dictionary. <laughs> but we all have different perspectives and different outlooks, different backgrounds. And I respect all of them. I just freaking love my low lifers so much. So speaking of different perspectives, different outlooks, cultures, ideas, genders, that whole thing, let's jump into today's episode. All right. Elliot Knight is our guest host of the Low Life Podcast today. It is part two. If you didn't get a chance to listen to part one last week, treat yourself, my kings, my queens. You are in for a treat. You will laugh with that episode. It will leave your heart full and you'll end up leaving the episode with a smile. It's an interesting dynamic between Elliot and I because we are opposites in so many ways. <laughs> we're very different. Some of our perspectives are different. The way we were raised was very different. He's a biracial, half black, half white, plant eating, socialist king from the UK. And I'm over here. I'm a meat eating, fashion obsessed, capitalist Latino <laughs> from Los Estados Unidos here in America. I mean, Elliot's dream vacation would be, you know, building homes for starving people in a desolate country and sleeping in a tiki hut and finding the true meaning of life and finding himself. Mine would be, I don't know, a Four Seasons Resort, Maui, unlimited drink coupons, and a hot scuba diving instructor. <laughs> I'm a literal piece of shit compared to Elliot. <laughs> no, it's not that I wouldn't want to do something like that. You know, I have done something like that with Habitat for Humanity. It's amazing, but it's just not my default setting like it would be in the case for Elliot. But I'm still down to help people. You know, I'm not saying I don't care about humanity. I'm just saying it's more uh, different strokes for different folks is what I'm getting at. The beautiful and healthy thing about Elliot and I is we meet in the middle. I love that Elliot is so passionate about his beliefs. He has a worldly perspective. He is a human rights activist an animal rights activist. He's really big on climate. So a climate change activist. He's a proud voice of the LGBTQIA community. And he's really used his voice, his platform, his influence to bring awareness to things that he's the most passionate about, which is humanity, the human experience. And that's commendable. I've gone into the weeds of discussion about a lot of these things he's so passionate about. He shared some incredible documentaries and different stories with me. And a lot of them have been very eye-opening, and it's also very heavy shit, you know? Like, that being said, sometimes I want to take a break from world issues like genocides, climate change, racism, the built-in system of oppression that we all exist in, the patriarchy. Sometimes I just need a little break from the heavy. Just want to have a nice slice of pumpkin pie. You know, that's what I'm doing today. I just want to have a little turkey. Even if I have been vegan for the last few months, I want to enjoy some turkey today. I don't want to live my life blindly. I want to know what's happening in other parts of the world. 
Just sometimes we get so caught up in our own world, our own perspective that you forget there are other people who exist on this planet and other parts of the world that are really going through some shit, you know? Uh, but on the days where I don't want to focus in on that sort of thing, because again, it does weigh on me. Sometimes I just want to have an edible and a good laugh. And I think that balance is necessary. And the dynamic of Ellie and I is a very healthy dance we do, uh, a conversational tango, if you will. You know, <laughs> like we really balance out each other in that sort of way. So on today's episode, you're going to get a Thanksgiving feast, a delicious buffet, a nice, healthy balance of perspective. Uh, Elliot being disgusted by 90% of the food I choose to consume <laughs> and me refusing to give up turkey because I freaking love it. I will say, thankfully for Elliot and I, although we do come from two very different worlds, <laughs> we definitely have the same core fundamental values when it comes to humanity and our world perspectives. But our differences are so funny. <laughs> They're so good. It makes for an incredible friendship a very deep relationship that's filled with love, kindness, celebrated differences, and hilarious podcast episodes. <laughs> so the song for today's episode is from one of our favorite groups, Keen. Every time I hear Keen, David Gray or The Fray, I now think of Elliot and our fun adventures frolicking together in this world. Uh, this particular song by Keen, Somewhere Only We Know, is at the top of the Elliot and Low Elo playlist, if you will. It will probably be our wedding song one day and will most definitely be the song played during our divorce hearing once the paperwork is signed and I take full custody of the children. <laughs> so, so without further ado, let's jump into today's very special episode, Thanksgiving edition of the Low Life Podcast with my sweet potato of joy, my English biscuit of love, Mr. Elliot Knight. Hit it. Okay, we're back here. Yay! But <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset. We are back with Elliot Knight. Gobble, gobble, bitches. It's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> you don't celebrate it, do you? No, I don't. Actually, do you know what? Thanksgiving would be and is my favorite of the holidays. I didn't know this about you. Well, let me be clear. Sorry, you started me <laughs> off already. It's been 10 seconds. I do not endorse. The original roots of Thanksgiving oh, and us celebrating yeah. it. It's disgusting. The slaughtering. It's a slaughter fest and it's Native horrible. Americans. And educate yourself. Stealing their corn. Exactly. Oh, corn. Lives. <laughs> sure. Yeah, <that. laughs> Stealing everything. But for the, the celebratory part of it, for getting together community and yeah. food, mm -hmm. harvesting growth and the effort of cooking. I love that part. Yeah. Yeah. The UK Communal. could do with a bit of that. It's great. Does the UK have their own version of... No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The UK do does Easter and Christmas. Uh, well, and again, that's... I already hate this. I'm talking about like white Christian England. Yeah. There's so is, many other incredible... There's Diwali. Catholicism there's, is the big religion in the UK, it right? It is, but I grew up in Birmingham and it's like Muslim, Hindu, Sikh. It's all the things, which is amazing. Yeah. But in terms of like the vanilla year calendar year um christmas and easter are the days where you celebrate and feast done yeah well i love thanksgiving too 
hair thinning impacts a lot of us. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. I've been recommending it to my friends and family. I take it. My mama, the queen takes it. Queen, you love it. Oh, yeah. I recommend it to my hairstylist. I recommend my sister-in-law and even my niece. We range in age from like 22 to 67. They're loving it. Yeah, they are. It's a great Mother's Day gift. Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. Are you familiar with all the dishes? Like, have you been to an American Thanksgiving before? Pecan pie. Yes. Pumpkin pie. Delicious. Turkey. With gravy. Tofurkey. Never had it. <gasps> kind of gross. That's not well. That's actually not my favorite one. There's one that's great. That oh, I want to. I wish I remember what it was. I could try and get some free ones, but I won't. Every year at Thanksgiving in LA, I would go to Trader Joe's. Used to do one, but they changed the recipe. It got really bad. But they had a vegan turkey stuffed turkey roast thing, and I would go there because they only sold it at Thanksgiving, and I would buy twenty boxes <laughs> of them, and they're twenty, and I would fill my freezer with them, and then I would eat them from Thanksgiving through to the rest of the year. Yeah, that gets every you to the new day, year. Every day. Wow. Every day. I eat Thanksgiving dinner every day after Thanksgiving until the food runs out. So is it a fake-looking turkey that's made of vegetables? It and- actually looks fantastic, but the one from Trader Joe's isn't that good. Stuff, it, they stuff the cavity. Gardein does a really good one. Yeah, it stu- has stuffing in it and on the inside. But it looks like a bird. It's like a turducken, I guess, is what oh, you call it. sick. Sick word and sick process. Whose Action. idea was that? I will say this, though. Don't say it. I had a little turduncan before. Ew. My meat-eating days. I still eat meat. I just haven't eaten meat in a, in a bit. It's been a minute. You are so inconsistent. But I do. <laughs> I'd like to try it all. You do. Uh, but turduncan, which is a turkey stuffed with Duncan. chicken. Duncan. A, what? Isn't it called a... It's not a Duncan donut. It's called a turduncan, isn't it's it? It's called a turduncan. Turduncan. Oh. Turkey duck and chicken. Thank you. To Duncan. <laughs> and you drop it in chocolate sauce and Delish. glaze it. So yeah, turkey, chicken, duck. Ugh. Maybe you can even shove some pork in the Don't cavity. Endorse. Do not endorse. Uh, in the stuffing. <sighs> and then, uh, yeah, I had a bite of that. Wasn't a little greasy a for me. A murder loaf. A murder loaf. Yeah. Oh, a meatloaf on Thanksgiving. It's one you... of my favorites. This Is meatloaf year... actually meat? Mm. A loaf of meat? Um, Oh, oh I hate when you do this. <laughs> I'm licking my chops. I I love meatloaf so much, Elliot. Even oh. if I go vegan, which I've been doing lately, I'll give it up for a meatloaf. Oh, it's heavenly. So you take ground beef, the highest quality good, and you just ground it up. And We're not doing all this on my flavors, podcast. And then it's you disgusting. just mold the meat into a loaf, and then you put that loaf into the oven, and you cover it with ketchup or A1 steak sauce. I like to cover mine in A1. Uh, And then you flavor it up, bake it, serve it up. You cut it. It looks like a beautiful piece of meat cake, if you will. Cut that up, serve it with a big old scoop of taters and some gravy. So good. 
heaven. That is a climate cake. <laughs> I hate it. Just carbon boom. I would love, I'm going to make you a meatloaf, a vegan no. version. No. Okay. Yeah. Same flavors. I would love vegan. you to try. I'm going to get you for Thanksgiving. Uh, it's either Gardein or there's another one, but the loaf, the vegan turkey loaf that I love, that yeah. I would eat 17 of every year. I'm I trying want, to try it. I want you to try that. Yeah, I'll try it yeah. this year. They also have little mini ones too. Little mini versions. So it's all breaded, little breadcrumbs. Mm, cute. And a little stuffing in the middle, gravy. <gasps> it's oh, so good. I'm into this. Do you like okay. cranberry sauce? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes? Yes. Stuffing. I actually do crashed potatoes though. What? Uh, crashed potatoes. What's crashed potatoes? So crashed potatoes is mashed potatoes and, well, crushed potatoes and mashed sweet potatoes blended together. I've Cra- never had that. That's because I call it that and no one else does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is your own thing. Yeah. That's crash- your own Elliot Knight dish. Crashed potatoes. It's mashed potato, uh, mashed sweet potato, and then you smash them together and create crashed potato. Or smashed potato. Whatever I like is you're getting a little sweet, a little salty. You are. And both I flavor now, compounds. I prefer a sweet over a reggae because the sweet it just goes down smoother. I don't think I'm... Do you get Hershey squirts if you have regular Why potato? Why do you go there? Little. <laughs> that is so much. No, I don't get that, but I just it just What's sits for a while. feels uncomfortable. Yeah, just like a heavy Too in the tummy. Too much heavy, thick starch Got going on. big shit. Just oh, get my rid of God. It. Just... Okay, my favorite dish for Thanksgiving, hands down, though, hands down. Um, I do love a good stuffing. And you know what the we thing is? Oh, you do. Uh, <laughs> I'm mortified. He's just referring to just plowing. Plowing away. <laughs> yeah. Happy, give thanks. <laughs> and over, give oh, thanks. I, um, <laughs> I do love good <laughs> stuffing recipe. And the thing is, I, I don't eat pork. Well, I'm not really eating meat at all right now, but pork has always been my thing. Right, I just don't mess with it. It's mm. just not my favorite because mm. I love pigs. I watched a documentary. I saw these cute pigs. and It was really tough for me to eat pork after that. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch the chicken documentary? I see. I did. Yeah. I still don't mind killing a chicken. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> but pigs are so cute. And a lot of people have, there's someone in my building who has a pet pig. So it's really tough for me to, you know, go get a All delicious. Right, I'm buying you a chicken, a live one. I'll kill it. And <laughs> backfire, <laughs> backfire. No problem. Get, I'm disgusted by them. Yeah, there's nothing cute about a chicken, in my opinion, unpopular opinion, perhaps. But anyway, why don't you? And just you like know. to propose this, and um, maybe it should be an Insta poll. I don't know. Seeing as you're being vegan, but not, yeah, lately. Why don't you give yourself the wonderful, progressive, good for the earth challenge? Of what? Of having a vegan Thanksgiving. Absolutely. A Thanksgiving, if you will. (laughs) What do you mean absolutely not? There's no chance in hell. You can do everything apart from the meat and there's meat substitutes. You can still have your potatoes. (sighs) You can have your cranberry sauce. You can have your stuffing. Beautiful man. Don't touch me. I am telling you. My meat loving All you have to do is replace the meat part and that's it. There is non-dairy butter you can put in things. I'm actually all for it. And when I have a family one day, when uh, you and I, before, okay. right. before I we divorce. Saying. Before, sure. This would be why we divorce. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to just sneak meat into your diet It'll all be the over time. The, oh, you, I don't I will. like it. I know you will. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> Dad's been eating meat for I 10 will. years, kids. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> if there's ever anything you give me when I can't read the uh, ingredients, which you have given me, I'm not consuming it. 
the chicken crackers that I gave him the from Japan. <laughs> I gave him cute little uh, crackers from Japan that yeah. are shaped like Pokemon. I need someone to absolutely interpret that for me because <sighs> I have no clue what's in there. Fair enough. You know yeah. too much. You know that I would sneak meat in your yeah, diet. I know that you would. Not anymore, though. I'm a new man. I Changed. Don't, I don't believe you. So the queen is serving it up for Thanksgiving this year. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so we're recording this before Thanksgiving, but it is airing, I believe, on actual Thanksgiving, which will be so Shut cute. Up. Yeah, this episode is Thursday of, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's always on a Thursday. <gasps> so it is. Happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. There's no way the queen would, no, she would never give up meat for this holiday. The queen, my mom. Yeah. You know, yeah. she is serving it up for things. She's making the dinner. Oh, I'm incredible. Helping. Yes, yes. Culinary genius. But if I told her that she had to use some like vegan meat, she would just be horrified. That is As with my so... whole family. Well, yeah. It's a carnivorous meat eating family. <sighs> Go for it. That's yeah, right. I'll offset your carbon footprint for you. Yeah. Don't thank me. If you were coming to Thanksgiving, though, Rude. which one day you will. I will. Uh, my mom will do a whole vegan Spread for you. Oh, that's really separately. Well, I like to cook it table with in the garage. Very respectful. <laughs> <laughs> garage and serve it to you yeah. on the ground yeah. out well, the front. Nowhere near. <laughs> yeah, but oh, back to the stuffing that I love so much. So much. I thought it was vegetarian, so I I've been just freaking chowing down on it for years. Even though I, when I eat meat, sometimes I'm like, you know, um, stuffing just feels right because it's you know a veggie option and mm. it's freaking delicious. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom makes her stuffing outside of the bird. She's not stuffing it into the bird's cavity. Asshole. Yeah. Uh, so it's a separate dish. But I found out the flavor, like that delicious flavor, it comes from a high amount of, of pork mm. and like pig fat. And my mom loads that stuffing with so much swine. Oh, I know. Damn I just, it. may I just, I'm sorry. I'm still going to eat it though this year. Will you just allow me just a quick moment? Go ahead. I really don't do this because live your own life. I just want to say one thing. Go ahead. Hit it. I think people, eating a burger to people is tasty. And mm, I get delicious. it. Who wouldn't want to eat a burger? Eating a cow, like actually eating a cow, I don't think that sounds tasty to anyone. And people wouldn't want to do it. Like if I put an, a live cow, if I oh, brought on a one in here right and now. We were no! Oh. If I brought a cow in here alive, stop killing everything in my mind. <laughs> if I brought a cow in here and was like hungry, you would not be like, hmm, don't nod. You would not <laughs> be like, hmm, I want it. And I think that is something to pay attention to because that's what at least a beef burger is. It is a cow. Just because you call it a burger doesn't mean it's not the disgusting oh, thing. Oh, it's more the policy of like out of sight, out exactly. of mind. Exactly. It's like, yeah. oh, it's a sausage. Yeah. But what is it? It's just, that's just a word. Right. The thing itself is a minced up, melted, mushed up, random bits of pig. Yeah. Just stuffed in a little plastic sack. Mm, I like chorizo con huevos. called a sausage as if that. <laughs> oh my God. I love chorizo. That actually, you know wrong, what? I said I place. don't eat pigs. It's the wrong place. And here I am. I love. Chorizo. But there's a soy riso now. That's a that's really there good. There is there's no meat. And it's I, delicious. I'm only saying this because you don't know this, I'm assuming, but they've mm. just had a climate summit in Glasgow. There's oh, yeah. always these climate talks. You have Very no idea. <laughs> I know you don't know. This is why I'm here, because I do know. 
And normally I just keep myself to myself and do anything. And still, do Wait, whatever what, you want. What summit are you talking Make about? Make your own choices. COP. COP 26, I think it was. COPs? Is it for police enforcement? No, it's not. Police Basically, it is meant to be a gathering of all of... He's <laughs> already tuned out. It's a gathering of all the nations in the world to set targets that they agree to sign on to to reduce carbon emissions to uh, combat climate change. Okay. Okay. Uh, America went and typically leads it. Uh, and there are a lot of people. Superpower. That's superpower. Yeah. God, America. Enough, just like sausage. Just a word. Still stuffed with melted pig. Fair. Wow. Wow. Damn. Deep. That one But cut. like, not untrue. It's not. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, they were there. Point. And there were a lot of youth activists there basically saying, this is just oh, performance Oh, is that with, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Greta Twinberg. You've ruined my childhood. <gasps> that was You've taken away my rights. My yeah. That's really good. Thank you. Yeah. You can echo her words as much as you want because preach. Future yeah, president of I the world. I don't believe a word that came <laughs> I'm disgusted. I love little Greta Thunberg. What's her name? She's great. Twinberg. Yes. No, I love what she's saying. <laughs> People are going to be like, you are the devil, love. No, it's great. It is great. She's putting herself out there. She's all she is. 12 years old. Any, not anymore. Anyway, I'm just saying that because <laughs> it's topical, it's relevant, it's true. And I would love if even one person just considers like making even one item vegan instead of meat. Just one it doesn't have to be the whole thing. Yeah. Or if everyone imagine if everyone listening just didn't make say turkey and instead of the turkey Are you maybe they still had mind? a chicken but instead of the turducken they had maybe just one thing and then they had a vegan thing and then maybe next year someone's like I love the vegan thing I only want that this year. The immediately just on that one day the huge positive impact that would have on the environment huge and then when that carries on enough to have an impact on the production chain and when they stop producing as much when they stop draining the earth of as much water to feed to grow enough crops to feed one cow one cow if you just cut out the meat all that water and grains would come to us directly as humans and it would feed like thousands more people fair enough but i'm craving turkey <laughs> what's next yeah sorry Still gonna have a turkey. Actually, I now want to have turkey. I hate you. And steak. <laughs> Giving. Okay. Dress the turkey and steak. <laughs> Done. No, I hear you. Thank you for that. You Little will hey, talk about for the one person who actually cared about that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I do. And yeah. I think there's listeners. Let us know. <laughs> Tumbleweed. Let us know in the comments on the review <laughs> on Apple Podcast Reviews. Let us know exactly what you think. Let us know. It's vegan ways. Stick oh, us sure. a little eggplant. There are a lot of uh, plant based eaters that I have as listeners and people who are interested in it too. Yeah. I've had uh, Dr. Nagra, who is an amazing uh, naturopathic doctor who specializes in vegan medicine, oh, plant based life. It was great. I learned a lot from him. Boom. And I have another nutritionist coming on too that would be Love great. It. That's also plant based. Anyway, are you going to balance it out with a meat eating? Uh, yes, carnivorous. I have a, a carnivorous uh, dietitian who believes in uh, pretty much an all meat diet. Cute. Can I come on the episode? I would just to listen. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Actually, it'd be a great conversation with my red paint. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that person's coming on too. We embrace all different opinions. 
And that's why I love it. And here. perspectives. It's the best place. Where so the world should I want to get into the conversation that we left off last week. Yes, finally. World's <sighs> longest intro. I know, but a great intro. It is. And uh, all right, let's pick it up where we left off last week and uh, let's get into it. This is still your show, Elliot. Okay, good. So I was about to say. Yeah, you're still. I spat on the microphone. You're still the, uh, <laughs> the host of the Elliot Night. Late Nights with Elliot Night. Late Night with Elliot Night. All Welcome. Right. Let's get into it. Okay. Hit it. This is not very rapid. Am I going to do it I now? I love that it's not rapid. Here's the thing. Low. What is something that people commonly get wrong about you? Well, I guess it's about me, but being that I'm an only child, mm -hmm. people assume you're a spoiled brat. Uh, oh. Hurtful. Oh, no, well, I wasn't going to say that. Just offering a question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just a hypothesis. Uh, was going to go more for just for only children that they are lonely mm. and I'm a lot of things, but lonely isn't one of them. No, you're not at all. I haven't experienced, I have, I mean, maybe felt lonely at some points we all do, but uh, I loved being an only child and still do to this day. But I guess personally what people get wrong, I mean, most people on the show have said, I'm really not an extrovert. I'm an introvert. That's true for me too. Right. Yep. S something that people commonly get wrong about me is they automatically assume because of my profession that I'm super judgy when it comes to fashion. And what people are wearing. Uh, right. And I think that goes for anyone who has a, a career in the world of fashion, specifically a stylist. But that's something I get all the time. Like, oh, please don't look at what I'm wearing. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I should have dressed up more. I hear that a lot. Uh, and I don't care. WWW. I don't give a f yeah, no, dot no. com. You're really what inspiring, you're wearing. actually. Like whenever yeah. you see me and I'm just, I mean, even now. And you'll be like, mm -hmm. oh, cute. Or you'll just say nothing. But not in a negative way. You'll yeah. just, you only say positive stuff. And that's really nice. Yeah, I try to. But also, I I mean, I I love like a good bargain. Like I'm not as bougie as people would think too. That's another thing. I'm not bougie. You're I used not bougie. to be though. But I've shed that layer shed of it. it's materialism. It's so boring to be bougie. I still do love like a nice Burberry something. Oh, okay. Well, once in a while. But for it. the most part, I'm down for a Target deal. And what... What are you wearing right now? What labels are you wearing right now? Go on. Okay. Off the cuff. Tell us. A Calvin Klein corduroy. Calvin Sim Klein. Okay. Borderline. Okay. Yeah. What's uh, that? American Apparel oh, t-shirt. Oh, cute. Didn't they? Okay. Uh, file for bankruptcy. Yeah. I got it online. Sad. On oh, okay. good job. Okay. Um, and then the, the sweats are... Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I actually don't know Ooh, where these... You don't know. Oh, I like this test. I'm going to do this to you more often. Yeah, shit. I don't know. I don't know where these um stolen stolen goods. Uh, Michael Kors hat, corduroy hat to match okay. chocolate brown. Right. Oh, my socks are from Uniqlo. <gasps> Shout out Uniqlo, love it. Yeah, and okay, um, great. yeah, that's. I don't know where these sweats. Are. Maybe fucking Amazon. Good job. Like, cheap. Oh no, I want to do it. Can I do it? Yeah. What great. are you wearing? My socks are from. Oh, they're so. Are they Uniqlo? Yeah, they are. They're nice. <gasps> We're sock twins. Yeah. Uh, my little shorts I'm wearing are me undies. How to get out of them, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this fleecy little jacket I have on is Uniqlo. Nice. This vest oh. is, I think, Fruit of the Loom, which I stole from a Call of Duty fitting I had. Perfect. My first day. And that's all I'm wearing. Beautiful. That's right. I have a question for you, actually. Okay. Who is your favorite 
existing superhero or which one would you want to be? I don't care if you don't know any of them. We're going to expose that too. Um, Favorite superhero. That's right. My number one would have to be uh, Halle Berry Storm, (gasps) X-Men. Love. Great. I'm not even going to question it. Incredible choice. Yeah. She's amazing. One of my favorites. And I'd say Uma Thurman, Poison Ivy. Okay. Uh, I love uh, Tim Burton's Batman. Okay. Uh, That whole... Batman was, I think it was with, um, who else was in that? Oh, um, Danny DeVito played the penguin. Oh yeah. Terrifying. Jim Carrey was the Riddler. Yes. Yeah, so oh, good. so good. That's my favorite just franchise, but <sighs> superhero terrifying. storm X-Men, the hair, great the movement, the melanin. If you had to make a playlist for me, what three songs would be at the top of it? Uh, it would be Somewhere Only We Know by Keen. Yeah, so number sweet. one. God, that's a great song. And then it would be any song by Selena <gasps> where I would go, Our song is uh, Como La Flor. That's uh, literally the song Come of on the our... Floor. It's Jesus. Uh, that is what I heard. You can play it back. Fine. God. Come on the floor. Uh, blasphemous. Selena. Yeah. And then uh, third, it would be any song from the Disney movie soundtrack, Hercules. That would be for me, not for you. Selfish. Yeah, but, but I, I would perform a dance to it. No, it. it would be a song from Hunchback Thank you. to commemorate us watching it together yeah. over the birthday weekend. That was great. Uh, it was great. Yeah. I love that you picked that. What's I, your favorite Disney movie? Oh, hands down. I love... Well, it's a toss-up, but Little Mermaid really does it for me. Oh, God. I What's your love Ariel. Harry Ursula Potter is... character. You don't even know them, do you? I've watched Harry Potter. I th- I've read the books, unlike you. I How read, dare you? I, I read, read the books. They're the only books I've read. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, kind of. I love uh, Draco Malfoy. Well and, done. Yeah, I'm definitely House of Slytherin here. You are. Uh, and I love Professor Snape, because at the end, it's he's so endearing. He saves Harry. What? Professor Snape. How many of the movies did you watch? All of them. Okay. He's a hero at the end. It's very interesting. The end of what? The whole franchise when he dies, sacrifices mm. himself mm. for Harry. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That's what happens. Sure. Stand here. You don't know. I do. Who's your favorite <laughs> character? Dumbledore. Yeah. Well, gay headmaster. Are you kidding me? Get it. Was he gay? Where Dumbledore have you was gay. Been under which rock? What boulder? When was Dumbledore did you gay? Crawl under, <laughs> sleeping with Hagrid. Now, oh, cute! I love Hagrid too. Cute, Hagrid's great. Uh, he, you know, he's gay in the places that matter the least. Behind the scenes, after the books have released, and then the author says something to the side. Got How it. about put it in the book? Fair we're enough. Here, we're real. And we're amazing. Wait, so that came out after the fact? Like after Dumbledore died, they're like, oh, by the way, he <laughs> yeah, his think, roommate was actually his. J.K. was like he was gay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it would have been nice if he was gay when he was gay, but then he was only gay when he was dead. Mm. You know, what good is that? Lessons to be learned. What is the best thing about being your age right now? 31? I, well, uh, right now, the fact that I get to claim two years of my life back because of this pandemic. So really, I'm 29. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's a great perspective. Youthful, young, Very sprightly. Youth. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. What about you? God, that was a good answer you gave. I have a better one that I can give. Give your new answer. yours if you want. Go ahead. I feel a lot more in control of my life now. Yeah. And I think being younger and growing up. Yeah. 
there's this feeling of there's a thrill and enjoyment from life being out of control and unpredictable and more spontaneous uh, because there are outside forces dictating what happens. It's like when you're younger, you go with what's presented to you or there's like, oh, adventure. Okay. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. 21 year old. Yeah. YOLO, whatever. Just go for it. Yeah. And that is fun. Then that wears out. And then getting into thirties is this different mentality, at least for me, that's set in. Of, I don't have to be thrown around by the winds of change of life every day and like be flapping about in the seasons. I can actually anchor myself in something I choose mm. and I can reel that anchor in and set it down somewhere else whenever I want for as long as I want and feel empowered in that. And it's actually not boring. It's incredible. It feels like a different kind of life. Yeah. It feels like you're actually living your life rather than going crazy in like some storm moment, which is super fun, but yeah. exhausting. Yeah. Give me a good 6 p.m. bedtime. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bed Embrace at it. Six up at five. <sighs> done. I mean, not that early for me, but yes. yes, I get that. No, I think you wake up about that early. I'm you up very you text early. Text me like six a.m. this love week. Texting you Ugh. very early. You text me so. I have a question for you. What is your least favorite quality about me? Mm, well, you just did one of them. Oh God! Hypercritical and harsh. I am and hypercritical. It's yeah, true. That's okay. Blame my mama. It's all right. I'm so funny. I embrace it. It's because I love you. <laughs> it's not because I can't control it. Just know that I text you a lot. A lot. I with because you love me so much. And you your time text and your texts are, just as much. That's not true. Yeah, I, it is. I, reply I have the receipts. to you. It's different. I will never text you again. That's so rude. That's your Christmas Why? gift. Why? Because I was saying I that as a compliment never. to you. Never. Ah! You've lost the privilege. No, uh, that's what I was saying. Your time and texts are so valuable. You're very uh, selective and only invest in what you see as quality. And you stop it. Just sit for a second okay. and listen. I'm glad they're capturing this. You invest in me and it is a gift and a treat. Well, just know that I'm pulling out my investment, <laughs> cashing it out oh, God. for some in coin. This is what happens every day we yeah. interact. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, what, now what's, what's your favorite about me? Balance it out. Now I have to give you yeah, a positive. you absolutely do. Mm. Uh, my favorite thing about you, is that what I have to answer? Yes, please. You are one of the kindest humans I've ever met. You're a ray of sunshine in human form. And there's a safety that I feel with you. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think a lot of people who encounter you will feel safe, even if they're not, because it could be any situation. <laughs> Little do they know. Little do they know. <laughs> but I always feel a sense of security, safety uh, in our conversations, the intimate conversations we've had. We mm. talk about everything and anything. Yeah. And this beautiful bridge of trust has been established, uh, but it felt pretty instantaneous with you. You just kind of know when you meet someone. You could truly trust them. And I haven't really experienced that with a lot of people, but I have with you. And I think that quality, the trust, sunshine in human form, and just being so lovely to be around, even when there's a shitstorm happening in life, I know that you will still find some sort of glimmer of sunlight in it. You know, when you meet certain people and you know, they're just having a shit day yeah. and they kind of bring that energy into every, everything and you just know, okay, that person's just like having a day. Mm. 
I've never seen you in that way. And I've been around you when you're feeling that way. Mm. Even you at your worst is most people at their best in regards to their disposition and their positivity in life. So bless you for that. Oh my gosh. It's great quality to have. And it's, I don't think it can be taught. I think it's the way that your brain is wired and the way your heart is, yeah, your heart's created in that way. So you're able to to be that kind of person for everybody, Thanks. which is really nice. Well, to follow your example, I think I have to shout out my my parents, especially my dad for that aspect, because my dad is very much happy, sunny, optimistic, positive, yeah. welcoming, inviting, engaging guy. He loves it. And growing up, he always lifted my spirits. It always felt like it was his role to keep my spirits up and high. He always wanted my life to be bright and full, whatever was going on. He is a very positive guy. He really is. Yeah. He really is. And I love, there. that's a great uh, survival tool. You know, I think for life in general, you you have to be careful with it. There's definitely a balance that's right, but it's something that's gotten me through so many difficult situations and just life itself in general, things that can be monotonous, like anyone's work, my line of work has a lot of ups and downs and Fuck, throughout the sure downs, does. if you have like a perspective that helps you, there is a, a, an optimist and author who I think is amazing called Simon Sinek. I don't know if anyone's ever listened to him. Have you ever watched any of his videos? Or No. I will show you yeah, so many you things afterwards. I will. Um, and I'm not quoting him, but I've been rewatching things of his lately and he talks about trust a lot. And one of the things that he talks about, which I liked, is he said, I think he quoted Brene Brown, maybe, that building trust isn't about um, when you give help. Building trust is when you ask for help. Because that is asking involves vulnerability, mm-hmm. which giving really doesn't in the same way. And similarly, Simon talks about how um, just giving, say, my, uh, setting up a transactional dynamic with someone isn't necessarily trust building when that transaction is a, a reward or money or something like that, when it's not an effort that you actually directly make. And so trust is something I really value yeah. in people close to me. Um, and it's, it is, I would think I would say that trust is the number one quality that I would hope people would always be able to say 100% about me. That's the thing I pride myself the, the most on in terms of my actual efforts, I think is what I'm trying to say. And so for me, it's really important to be able to, if you have an ability to not make situations about yourself or your own reality when it comes to other people, or if you can do something for someone in a way that best serves them rather than a way that best serves you, I like to participate in that way because it helps build trust that I'm responsible for and that I can then enjoy with the other person too. Just like with you, we talk about this all the time. We talked about it a few minutes ago um, before this about how I don't want you to ever feel like I'm showing up for you to get some reward out of it because that's not a dynamic I would enjoy participating, uh, contributing to. Using you (laughs) for fame and glory. Like I would- No, it's not not transactional at all. I don't feel like that. I I, I want you to know that- Your intentions are pure. Well, it means a lot to me that you would genuinely feel and think that because it is the truth. And it's just so nice to live in a world where we can be in our truth and have trust and be vulnerable and feel safe. Amen to that. End of TED Talk. No, loved it. Needed it.
All right, Elliot, we're going to end the episode there. No! <laughs> the way you're able to just turn it on. <laughs> it's incredible. Okay. It actually blows my mind. So, <laughs> Elliot, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Oh, I hate and every second. <laughs> <laughs> celebrating Thanksgiving. Uh, it's an honor to have you here at the Low Life Podcast. You're a fixture here. Oh, honored and, to be uh, here. We can't wait to have you back really though i hope yeah great but this is i mean technically you're the host of this particular episode and That's last right. week's episode that is right so if you want to have your own little spin on it <gasps> take us out oh well, you know what we haven't done which i was supposed to answer last week but i didn't answer it okay and i want you to answer it too because i didn't ask you this question okay but is there a quote that we always end it oh, with no. is there a quote that you'd like to leave the low lifers with something to go into the weekend and oh. i've never given a quote and neither have you so we'll do that and then whatever you want to add your little spin on it oh it's so on the spot There's so much you want wait a quote of a person like an official quote it could be a quote Can from i just say something oh yeah i don't know prophet. people's quotes i haven't read the bible sure <laughs> <laughs> it could be a quote from a person uh from a book from yourself it could be anything you want it to be okay Ooh. uh something to leave the low lifers with to go into the weekend. Hopefully it's positive, but again, okay. One person said, if you can't tone it, tan it. That was their quote. You know? Oh. So to each their own. Oh, I wish my mind's not gonna be like that. To my detriment, probably. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a ridge straight from the H E A R T hot. <laughs> Looks confused. <laughs> I was struggling with that one. Struggling. Straight from the heart. Um I think I'll try and keep it simple and I will say this. Sometimes, nay, most of the time, it is everything you need to do to just be. And no more. Oh. That's it. <laughs> Sometimes you can just be. Just be. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to achieve something. You don't have to impress anyone. You know, you don't have to. Sometimes there is achievement in just being. Oh, so I love that. Yeah, give yourself a gift and just be just for the day. Be. Yeah. I just want to be try it out here with you right now. I just want to be here with you right now. Mm -hmm. Holding you tight. Wishing that I was more like you and less like me. Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Jessica Simpson song. <laughs> or whoever it is. <laughs> so good shade yeah amazing banger okay all right hit us then with an actual quote please if you that's would. a great quote Just thank be, you yeah. it is it's a quote now sure is i said it put it on a t-shirt put yeah. it on a mug oh i wait i remember my other favorite quote <laughs> it's real quick i came up with it in school <clears throat> the mind onto the brain of a body is as the wind onto the sails of a ship your turn yeah i get that right Necessary. Very philosophical. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sophocles over here. Damn. Is that who it is? Sophocles or Socrates? Who's one of the greatest philosophers of all time? Anyway, a quote that I love. I'm trying to think. Mm, I have a couple in my mind. So this is one that has just come to mind, especially going into the holidays and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But what I've found, and I, I read this in a book. I don't remember which book it was. It's recent. Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. 
Sure. That's the book I know. I don't know what to tell you. You always reference Harry Potter. I love it. Whenever I'm like, I read a really good book. You're like, Goblet of Fire. Have you read any of them? All of them. Okay, let's continue. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Oh, actually, it just came to me. The person who said this quote is Russell Barkley. But I don't remember the specific book. I've read several of his books. This was in one of them. But he's a psychologist and he's incredible. But what he said really resonated with me. I've applied it to my life, especially in those moments when I'm dealing with difficult relationships and people I just don't understand. And the quote is, the people who need the most love in life will ask for it in the most unloving ways. So give it to them. Choose to give your love freely, even when it's a difficult choice. Oh, wow. You know, it's crazy even thinking that way. And it was hard for me to wrap my brain around that concept. But it makes complete sense to me because the people who genuinely need the most love are going to do it in the most unloving ways because it's a plea for help. They're literally begging for love. Like when I lost little Dookie, I was so angry. I was sad. I was upset. I was lashing out at people. But all I wanted was for someone to just hold me and understand what I was going through. All I wanted was love in that situation. So now I apply that to my closest relationships. I mean, it's your choice, of course. You don't want people thinking it's okay to be hurtful towards you. But now that I have this new perspective, I really no longer am taking it personally when someone I'm close with is lashing out or or distancing themselves or creating unnecessary, quote-unquote, healthy boundaries that are just pseudo-boundaries because in reality, those boundaries are walls up because the person is scared of vulnerability. The person is crying out for help. All they want is love. They're begging to be loved. You know the phrase, hurt people, hurt people? That's what's happening here. So in that specific moment, we can make a choice to love the person harder. We can love the person more deeply and have a more meaningful connection. So I apply that quote to my own personal relationships and those I'm closest with, my family, my friends, because it just constantly reminds me to love authentically, give my love freely with all my heart. That quote just reminds me that some of the most unloving people who are really going through some shit in their lives that I may or may not even know about are the ones who probably need love, need me the most. And I could choose to show up for them in whatever capacity that may be. But typically, I'd like to show up for them as a constant source of love. Mm. So yeah, I'm going to leave it there. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Well done. You won. You won the quote off. <laughs> Definitely. It's not a competition. I had two and I lost. No, it's not. Both are great. Both All three are, great. are amazing. Thank you. So on that note, we'll end it with a great quote. And uh, how do you want to take the show out, Elliot? Oh, Your let me think. show. Okay. You um, want to change the tagline? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's make it. Don't about, eat meat, Booth. That's literally what I'm thinking. Oh in my, my god! <laughs> Don't go slaughter cows. Okay, uh, no. Okay, here it is. Hang on, just give me two seconds. I'm just gonna. Uh, sti- this has to be like a good little tagline. It's gonna be great. I'm just stitching it together in my head. No, go ahead. Okay, here we go. I can pause it for a moment. All right, you take a beat, give that some thought, and while you're doing that, uh, I'm gonna shout out some low lifers who have taken the time to leave an amazing review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, I'm so appreciative of my listeners, so I want to shout them out. You guys taking the time to rate, subscribe, give a five-star rating, and leave a review is the reason we can keep this little shit show afloat, and it's the perfect time to celebrate my low-life listeners. Thanksgiving. 
I'm so thankful for you guys. And honestly, we wouldn't be able to do a show and put out this free content and keep delivering it to you guys, serving it up if you weren't taking the time to support the podcast. And the best way you can support this podcast, this little shit show, the little engine that could, is by giving a five-star rating, of course, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and supporting our sponsors. Uh, so thank you for taking the time to do that. And to show my gratitude and thanks, I'm going to be opening up the Low Life Gifting Suite. That's right. We're opening up the gifting closet, uh, and I'm going to be giving gifts to you guys. Yeah, so if you want a little hyaluronic serum, a gift card, gifts from our sponsors, I bought a bunch of shit on Amazon that I'm going to be sending out, picking people at random. So when you do leave a review on Apple Podcasts, make sure you put your Instagram handle uh, somewhere in the review uh, so then I could find you and slide into your DMs and send a little something, something your way. And who the hell doesn't love free shit, especially for the holidays? If you're not loving what I send you, which I'm sure you're going to, um, it also makes a great re-gift. So there's that. Okay, so first one up, here we go. Comes from Shannon Copsell. Shannon, is that how I say the last name? K-O-E-P-S-E-L-L. Shannon Copsell writes, Variety is the spice of life, five stars. Lowe is the best at bringing in people to discuss a huge array of topics. I love how he is so interested in learning about anything and everything. I've learned a lot about topics I've never even thought about, and it has opened my eyes to why people do the things they do. Love, 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 Lo, and his openness to new ideas. He's someone I'd love to sit down and talk with for hours. Oh, but one podcast a week will have to do for now. She threw a little dick eggplant emoji, <laughs> a tamale, a rainbow, and a unicorn. Oh, thank you for that beautiful review, Shannon. I'm having such a good time getting to dive into different topics and kind of explore whatever's on my mind. And also thank you to my low lifers for suggesting some amazing topics too. Whatever we are curious about, we are going to dive on in, dive into the deep end. All right. Next review comes from BM Ramirez at the Ramirez crew. <gasps> What's up? The Ramirez crew writes, highly, highly, highly recommend five stars. I can't say enough good things about this podcast. There's not one episode that I've listened to where I'm not laughing my ass off. <laughs> I came across low from off the vine and I've honestly been hooked ever since refreshingly real and authentic. Feels like a conversation with a best friend. I wish you all the success, Lo. You are so deserving of it. Oh my God, your Ramirez crew. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate you tuning in and thank you for your support. I always try and throw in a little bit of humor with every episode, but that's just my personality in general. Um, even if it's like a super heavy topic, I got to have a little bit of a laugh. You got to be able to laugh at some shit in life because again, life is heavy enough and there's enough darkness out there that I just, I'm, I'm glad I could put a smile on your face. That makes my day. So thank you for writing that beautiful review. All right. We have time for one more review. This one is coming in hot from Riley T. R-I-L-E-Y T. Writes, the most uplifting, hilarious podcast with five stars. Lo, you kill it every week on this pod, even when it's just you telling us how to make trashy sangria. I'm entertained and always laugh. My favorite part of the pod is when you say, hit it after giving us a little intro. Truly such a fun and positive way to start my day. If you ever have free time and want to release episodes twice a week, I'm here for it. With a little star eyes and a brown heart. Oh, thank you for that. Riley T. Oh, and two episodes a week. I am here for it. I would love to do that. The thing is, I got the styling career happening right now. But I feel like as this podcast picks up momentum and we're growing this community, uh, then I will be able to almost devote more time to the podcast. I'll have to, you know, cut a few clients out because I'll be doing more low life stuff. So again, thank you for your support because when that happens, eventually I will be able to do a couple episodes a week and yeah, this will be like a full time 
situation. Could you imagine? Oh, I need to put that on my little manifestation board. Okay, I'm putting it out there. Thank you for that, Riley T. Thank you for listening in. All right, Elliot's over here in deep thought, thinking how to close out the show. What the hell do you got for us, Elliot? Here it comes. Here it comes. Fucking <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. Elliot is the most dramatic. Okay, how about this? Something like this. Goodbye, and thank you for keeping it right. You've been listening to The Late Late Night. With Elliot Knight. Oh! <laughs> Wait, that's great. That's all right. In like a couple seconds, minutes. I love it. Yeah, Wait, me too. That's the perfect way to I'll end I'll work on one. it for next time. I love it. Okay, send in suggestions. Oh, yeah, we're great with that one. On that note. On that note. <laughs> we'll. Goodbye. Thank <laughs> you for keeping it right. Yeah, I guess we have to leave it with that. It just feels weird. It does. It does. Let's do the OG. Okay, no. Okay. Let's share it. So, okay. Let's do a word each. Okay. I okay. Hope, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Have yourself some cranberry sauce. No. <laughs> Maybe enjoy a pumpkin pie, okay. a pecan pie, a delicious toe. Food, turkey. Good for you. Enjoy some leftovers. Feel good about your choices. But don't forget to drink, drink your water. water. <laughs> because I know. Are you thirsty? Perfect. Yay. And we're out. Here we go.